Angus Gunn from Guns N' Roses, and this is Blake's Takes for God's Sakes, a Wednesday podcast where each week I uh, I take a you know a couple of subjects I don't know politics, sports, relationships, leisure, crime, uh, food, and I give my take on them in the way that only I can. Welcome to the jungle. Don't I sound now when I sing that Guns N' Roses song, if it's even by them, um, I want you to picture not me, Blake Wexler, as the handsome cis male that I am. I want you to picture a sexy pink cartoon cat. <laughs> like if I'm I'm just prancing. I've got I put my right paw out, my front right paw, then I put out my left, and then I bring up my hind legs strutting around going, "Welcome to the jungle." Knees knees rare. That if that isn't or I almost said oral sex. I couldn't think. I don't know what else. What is oral sex? Can somebody please, can somebody finally fill me in? I am covering a lot of ground right now. I am pacing with my long pink legs. No, we're, we're getting out of that bit. and We're getting back into real life. My least favorite place to be. <laughs> real life. Um, I'm strutting around this place right now. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. I am walking. I'm doing laps. And just like that pink cat laps up her her, her warm milk, I'm, la- I'm doing laps around this home right now. And that's what I'm doing. So anyway, you're all welcome for, for that. Welcome to the jungle. Oh, sweet home, California. This cat has no fucking idea what lyrics it's singing ever. Like, it combines this cat, this sexy pink cartoon cat, cannot, that who I am, can't, what's its name? Prissa. Ooh, I like that. That just, that is, that was such a good name, I'm upset, right? Because I don't, I don't know if that, if I wanted to know that I just can come up with a sexy pink cartoon cat name right off the tip of my tongue. Oh, he's lost it. He's found it. So, yeah, Prissa. What is this bit that I'm doing right now? Yes, Prissa the cat. Okay, so this cat, it's sexy. We can't. We can't argue with that, but the one issue that we have with this cat is how it cannot remember lyrics. Prissa, this pink cartoon cat that we've created together on this call. This is a call. This is not a podcast. This is this is a work call that we're on right now. This is our noon call. Ooh. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Hotel Danny, California. <laughs> Wagon wheel in the Danny, California. It's a beautiful day, rare. Don't, don't stop leaving today. <laughs> that was uh, the cat's, as the cat remembers you too. It was a, a beautiful day. <laughs> I am haunted. My brain is haunted with a blockage. So... What are we going to talk about this week, everybody? What what will we finally delve into? So there is a large mirror in this place that I'm living right now. It's very large. And all these years, I thought my legs were the longest part of my body. But when I look in this mirror, it seems as if it's my, to- my torso is quite long. And that is when we reach a fucking juncture in the podcast and we will put up a poll what's longer the torso or the legs because i used to think it was the my legs by uh quite quite 
quite the margin. Now, if you are reading this podcast, if you're reading the book version of this podcast, you might think I'm saying quiet, but I'm not. I'm saying quite, right? I want to thank everybody for wishing me a happy birthday. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for doing that. I am, I, listen, I'm going to be honest. I missed you guys, okay? Doing 20 minutes was not enough for, uh, for me last week. I am bored out of my fucking mind, and I'm going to get into that in the next segment. But I have I want to thank the birthday wishers. I want to thank the birthday washers, all the people who came over during this pandemic to give me a bath. Thank you to the birthday washers. I want to thank my friend Mike for sending me a fucking Elmo. Now, let me tell you about this cuz this is this was a great gift. So I spoke to you while I was driving into the city on a god scary. This is a scary story, baby. And um, it's not. So uh, I talked to you last week when I was driving into the city on said birthday. I did not make it into the stadiums. Um, I did drive there. And as I drove up to the stadiums, I was like, hey, are the stores open? And the guy, this guy sitting there, he looked like just this retired Irish cop. And he was nice to me. I, I think he was so nice to me. It was offensive where I'm like, hey, are the, uh, the stadiums open? And he just goes... No, <laughs> he was just very, very honest. So I get back and you know, my girlfriend and I, we're going to leave to uh, pick up one of my favorite meals, you know, and uh, but then um, a the call box in our in our apartment rings and uh, the call. So our dog Ollie is having issues. He's he's completely healthy. Just mentally, he's lost his mind during the pandemic. He can't be uh, further than four inches away from us at all times. Um, he and then when the um, if a phone rings, he starts crying because that means we're probably going to go outside for three seconds to grab food from the delivery person, or it means that we're going to leave for five seconds. That's what a phone call generally means. Or a phone call to him means that we're going to be uh, focused on something other than him for a few minutes. And by the way, I could very easily be talking about myself and not my dog, but we are talking about my dog. I am pacing so much. I'm getting fucking tired. So I'm going to, I'm going to snooze. I'm going to take a quick nap. Um, I'm going to move over to my standing desk and let's just say baby's mic stand. I'm sorry, Michael stand. This is Friedrich Michael stand. And that's what I would say my favorite Scandinavian actor. Friedrich, Friedrich Michael stand. Hold on. Oh, and you're in the mic stand. Okay. It arrived. My mic stand arrived from California. Now, Ooh, this is going to be a brand new fucking vibe. Oh, my hands are on my hips, my ample birth-giving hips, and I'm, I'm ready to... This podcast is crowning right now. Woo! So uh, I'm home, and um, we're about to go walk to pick up food, and uh, the call, like, uh, we get a call on, like, the call box, and our dog starts going nuts. He's like... <gasps> just screaming at the top of his lungs and my I think it was supposed to be a surprise what was there for me and my girlfriend just goes uh Mike like it's 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 from Mike one of my best friends Mike so um I because she was on the phone with the food place I guess so I go to I go downstairs and I'm assuming what is being dropped off to me because I couldn't see through the call box is like a food. Like he had like one of my favorite pizza places or cheesesteaks delivered to me. And I go down into the lobby and there's a guy. Oh, I told the guy, I told the delivery person like, Hey, you can just leave it down there. I'll be, uh, I'll come get it in a second. And the guy sounded very frazzled. This is a true story. He sounded very, very frazzled. And I go downstairs and he's still standing there and it's not food he's holding. He's holding like a five foot one Elmo like an inflatable Elmo balloon and a bunch of other balloons. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's why he didn't he didn't leave them there because he was afraid they were going to pop. And I walk by this old woman sitting in the lobby, you know, with her mask on and stuff. I'm wearing a mask. And I go and grab it. And I just started laughing. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And the guy is real frazzled. He leaves. And I start walking into the building, 32-year-old lad that I am, with this large, with a, oh, I, I almost said a life-size Elmo. This is a massive Elmo because Elmo, 
life size is actually just the Elmo on um, on Sesame Street. So a life-sized Elmo would actually probably only be like a foot and a half tall, right? Isn't that interesting to think about? So I bring in this massive Elmo, this five times Elmo, and the old lady's just looking at me. And I was like, oh, that's a, this is a weird thing to walk in with, huh? And I couldn't see, because she's not, because her face is covered. So I don't get to see her emotions at all. And she doesn't get to see mine. So she just sees what she probably thinks is like some sort of pervert walking in. And we will get to perverts later. A, a pervert walking in with a large Elmo walking it upstairs. It's like, oh, like he's, he's going to fuck it. Um, I didn't. Let me just say that. And he behaved. But yeah, I've had this massive Elmo in my home for the past uh, week to the day to the day can you believe it's been one week since baby's birthday so um that's what i have in here i have a massive elmo and what are we going to talk about this week what else i want to talk more about this elmo this elmo it keeps moving around the home like when i don't move it and it's scaring living shit out of me it's also one of the greatest gifts i've ever gotten it's like having another person here which is great so what am i going to be talking about Sorry, a, a crazy turkey just took my microphone. Do you feel how the energy just picked up on this podcast? It's because I'm moving around again, baby. I got my rest. I got my six hours, and now I'm walking around. So what are we going to be talking about? I'm going to be talking about the void, all right? Going to be talking about that first. What the hell is the void, you may be asking? I will tell you. What if this was just the nerdiest podcast? Um, then I want to talk about uh, Patrice O'Neill, that documentary. Then I'm going to talk about the Woody Allen documentary that came out. And if I have time, if I have time, I want to talk about ICE. Not the awful organization that was oppressing immigrants. No, I want to talk about frozen water on the ground and i'm gonna give you my take on that a take that no one has ever heard before because i don't i don't like talking about that shit out loud swimming lessons on the penis so i do wonder on the other side of this pandemic how truly horrible my comedy is going to be and you are hearing it you all have prepared yourselves you have seen, you've seen it, you've seen the sausage, right? So now I'm, I'm gonna come out, and you know, how like the how the you want to see the sausage made. I'm gonna come out just fucking just. There's gonna be antlers in the sausage. There's gonna be a toe, a human toe. There's gonna be a like a a, a fucking stalagmite in it. <laughs> What is it? Is it a stalagmite? Is that one of those things in caves? That's going to be in it. So um, that's what we're going to be talking about. But first, I mentioned earlier just how I've, I'm going crazy. I'm bored out of my fucking mind. And that is what we're going to go into first. A little thing that I like to call the void. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. I'm back and I'm upset. So we, we are, we are Penn State. We really are Penn State. So my girlfriend and I uh, like to do this thing at the end of the day called uh, Peak and Pit. And when I say we like to do it, I mean, we'll do it uh, like twice a month. So, oh my God, uh, I just threw up in my mouth a little. (laughs) Hashtag shit. So um, I... (laughs) I am, this is what I needed. I, honestly, to be to be completely honest, people joke around like, you know, all the time saying like, oh, I'm, I'm not even recording this. This is just for me. I don't, I am recording this and this is just for me. So this is, this is doing wonders for me because here's the thing. So I've moved, as you all fucking know, from the great, from the bear state, huh? from the Bear Republic, as we say, to the Eastern Seaboard. Sam Seaboard, my favorite character from the Vestving. So these are, I'm now doing jokes. I'm trying to make things funny and failing, by the way, that ought not be made funny. That's what this podcast is all about. By the way, shout out to the patrons and you will get your special hello next week. Motherfucker. (laughs) So, oh God. 
Oh my God, I cannot stand this at all. So what I've been doing, and you might be Blake. Did Blake have a, Blake, 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 have you met Blake? I'm Blake. Uh, Blake, have you had a couple of drinks before this podcast? Did you do Coke? Did you do crack coke people never say it is interesting where people always say crack cocaine but they never say crack coke why is that why is that so um i don't mean to brag but uh i arranged to have a dhl courier come to my home today and that is not a bit so since i've been on the east the beast coast uh i have been i've run into an issue during my day where uh it's it's a time change difference that I didn't see coming. Does that make sense? So on the West Coast, my, my daily schedule was generally, I'd wake up at like 7, 7.30, uh, get, start working. Well, here, I, I, fuck when I got up. I would start working at around 7.30, right? And I'd be done that stuff generally around 10 for because this, this was a project based on the East Coast. Work from 7.30 to 10. And then get like some other writing done then probably go hiking and work out until like one-ish shower eat lunch and by then it was like two and then I'd start working on another thing at two then we're at three then I'm like hosting these quizzo things from like three to four and then from like I'm doing podcasts I'm sorry I'm doing podcasts from three to four then quizzo things from four to seven and then by then it's dark out and I just hang with my girlfriend and our dog for the rest of the night right so that was my schedule before is this is this the worst this podcast has ever been me just telling you my schedule is it is it? I'm, and by the way, right now, as I'm asking you this, I am grabbing you by your shirt and I am fucking big. I'm big as shit yelling at you right now. Is it? Where's the Joker, brother? Oh, I'm going to run all over that, brother. <laughs> so this is now this is now not like me doing anti-comedy. This is just not comedy is what this is. So I'm now having this issue where I essentially have the same West Coast schedule, but I start working at like nine. So essentially I have all this shit done, but because of the time change, I now have this massive gap from 2 p.m. until like six. So four hours, right? And this is after I work out. This is after I do all this other shit. I just don't have things to plug into that time frame. So when my girlfriend and I do peak and pit, oh, and by the way, so that is uh, a peak is like, oh, what was the best part of your day? And a pit is like, what was the worst part of your day? But now we play peak, pit, and void because <laughs> she's having the same issue. So I will for peak be like, uh, oh, my peak is uh, I had fun on my podcast. My pit is um, I uh, I... I couldn't find batteries for my recorder, for my podcast recorder. And that is true because I did have um, – there is a drawer here filled with batteries, loose batteries, and they're all fucking, like, drained. None of them work, which makes me ask you, what's the worst fucking drawer you've ever opened? Because that's mine when you think you found a treasure trove of Duracell, a fucking uh, – embarrassment of riches of energize and an energizer of riches and then you got a, a bunch of fucking duds a bunch of a bunch of electromagnetic duds what's up duds milk duds can you imagine that has to be the worst name thing ever right milk duds it's terrible because a dud is bad right that's not like offensive, right? A dud that's not referring like that's not well here, I'm gonna operate as if that's not offensive. Um because a dud is like bleh. You know what I mean? It's lackluster. And then milk is when it comes in like a cardboard package, is fucking suspect at best, and that suspect is for uh manslaughter what is so to call something like oh here would you like to try these milk duds and they're like room temperature and that's what i'm fucking dealing with it's like what is this why is it brown <laughs> so we do um peak pit 
pit is the worst part of your day. And now we add void where void is like, what did you do with that empty four hours that we can't figure out filling? What should I do? Should I like, cause I tried reading yesterday and God, by the way, I've been reading, um, what is that book called? I don't even know what it's fucking called. I've been reading it for like a year. Uh, Friday Night Lights. I've been reading Friday Night Lights for like a year because the issue is I'm very, very busy. I have tons of jobs. Um, I wish I wish I was joking around the way I just said that, but I wasn't. That was me being sincere, and I sounded like a real, a real Edward Scissorhands. So, um, hi, my name's Edward Scissorhands, and I'm here. I'm here to cut your fucking finger off as we shake hands. I'm just kidding. I got a protector. Do you think? If Edward Scissorhands, well, here's a question. Here is a question. I don't remember how that movie or story goes. Did Edward Scissorhands actually have scissors for hands? And if so, how did that happen? I'm not, no bit, I legitimately do not remember. Did he, was he a guy who would cut people's necks? Oh, or is that something else? What am I thinking of? What's the one where he cuts everybody's throat? Jack Sparrow the Ripper? What is it called? What the fuck? The, uh... Skizzle Wizzle, the the barber on Elm Street. What is that name? I have to fucking look this up. Hold on. Hold on. Johnny Depp movies. I I can't even figure out what to... how, How do you even Google that? Sweeney Todd. Fuck. So Sweeney Todd and Edward Scissorhands were separate movies. All right, you learn something new every day. I had no idea, and they were separated by 17 years. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to listen back to this and try to figure out what the hell just happened. And I'm walking around again. So what is, um, what was I even fucking talking? I literally don't even know. Oh, so The Void. How did I get on Scissors? You guys, you got you to gotta help me out here, okay? I can't do this by myself anymore, all right? I need you to call the police. <laughs> Don't call the police. Do not call the police. Do not call the police. Who are you? My name's Meesey Mouse. I'm in the house, and I can't read or write. Of course you cannot read or write. You don't have a brain, Missy Mouse, Missy Mouse. That's why scientists do tests on you, so humans don't get bad moisturizer for their hands. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I had a teacher named Miss Ketchatori at one point, and that is one of the greatest names of all time, and I believe she's married now, and I think she took her husband's name, which her husband's name, which I do believe was a terrible mistake with a great name like that. So now with Void, oh, I was reading um, Friday Night Lights. Still still have no fucking idea how we got on Edward Scissorhands or Jack, uh, don't remember it. Now it's gone. It's gone again. Jack the Elm Street. Fuck, what was that called? He's the barber night hair <laughs> what if that was the name of the movie and oh my my favorite johnny that movie i'd have to go with the uh 2007 hit night hair which came first there's a question which came first edward Scissorhands or the barber movie why is he playing a barber in two movies nightmare on elms night bar barber barbara bush is that the name of it so Yikes, we are 10 minutes into this. So now we and we now we play um so I was reading the other day. I was reading um what's it called? Friday Night Lights. So I don't like to re I, I often don't read, as I said, I'm very, very busy, but uh I can't finish this fucking book because Friday Night Lights, it starts off like great. It's about the kids, you know, their struggles. Uh, and then it gets into the town, which is just a racist town. So it's like how much am I really like it's like yes I I see how racist this is I see how it got racist I see why it's staying racist I see uh who needs to go I hate these racists why am I now learning about the financial like uh, the financial thing why am I learning about this now you know why am I and then it gets back into the football because that's I think what the issue is is that I signed up for a book a human interest story right and the and football and the issue with that book is that at some point there's 
no interest, you know, and then it gets really good again. So I think I have like 60 pages left and that's my plug for this week. I would like to plug the 60 pages that I have left in this book. So, um, I'm trying to read. I don't know what else, how else can I fill this void? Do I like get into like two hour long workouts? Do I get jacked? Is that what I do? Because I don't think that's good for anyone. God, if I just got fucking like like what I did with my legs, but for the rest of my body, you guys would squeal. You'd squeal like little piggies, and I'd adopt you, and I'd pet you, and I would give you a great home. Bet you didn't see that coming. Now, so that's it. Peak, pit, and void. The best part of your day, the worst part of the day. And tell me how you, how did you cope with the four hours you were bored out of your fucking mind? So I'll let you know. Next week, I will come to the podcast with a new hobby. And uh, I'll let you know how that goes. All right. Next, we are going to move into, oh, here you go for all you comedy nerds. Uh, that's probably why you like this podcast so much. Can I tell you something? Comedy is why podcasts are popular. No bit. That is a take. That's a Blake take. So what the fuck, if that's a Blake take, what the hell have I been doing? I guess just talking, right? Here comes some more takes. All right, up next, uh, the Patrice O'Neill documentary that aired on Comedy Central from Friday. Sweeney Todd, fuck. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. Thank you, Daddy. And we are back. So, um, Patrice O'Neill documentary, all right? Now, for those of you who don't know who Patrice O'Neill is, because um, I, I, in my mind, I'm like, I, I know I know, I have a bunch of younger listeners, you know, people in their early 20s, but then I guess I do have listeners my own age. I even, and by the way, these next words that are going to come out of my mouth actually make me want to fucking vomit, but I also know I have some listeners older than me. Ugh, 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 gross experience, experience in life. I want to die. So, um, I, uh... Also, why? <laughs> why Why would anyone, after that fucking, uh, that snow thing that I did a few weeks ago, or like, blah, 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 like, like, can you imagine anyone over the age of 30 being like, well, this is worth my time. No, I want to keep listening to this. So, and by the way, this is just a freewheeling and dealing show, and I don't know what else you want. So, Patrice O'Neill was a very popular stand-up comedian. I think his last special, and uh, I believe he actually passed away a few, um, a couple, like maybe six months less than a year after was in 2012 it came out and um really really interesting guy so in this and by the way my takes here are interest i think like interesting where it's it's not just about him it's how do you as a person who holds the social beliefs that i hold how can you still enjoy something when it's from someone who uh, has competing beliefs. Does that make sense? So, and I think, honestly, when I get to Woody Allen, this is a more, this is a lighter conversation than that, but it's kind of a similar conversation, except, you know, Patrice O'Neill was, um, you know, he was an asshole. He was an asshole most of the time. <laughs> and uh, Woody Allen was a, a pedophile. So, obviously two very very different things but it does go back to can you like how do you interact with the art of it and um, by the way I'm not I'm not going to have an answer for that but my thoughts on Patrice O'Neill so if um if you want to watch the documentary it's it's definitely available um well way to go out on a limb there Blake uh you can go on the Comedy Central app they might have it on demand too if you have cable uh zero or it might be on like CBS I know CBS owns Viacom now. Who the fuck? Viacom owns Comedy Central. And more importantly, it owns uh, it owns MTV. But so um, when I was a kid, I was a big fan of Patrice O'Neill's. Because um, when I was a kid, and this is, I don't think I've ever talked about this on here, but um, I remember growing up, I first started doing stand-up when I was 15 years old. And I would listen to this thing called the Opie and Anthony show. Where if you don't know what that is, it was... Uh, like shock jocks essentially where you know they would um have the those two guys would like you know they would do stunts like they had the person who had sex in like saint patrick's cathedral or whatever they would do like live shows where you know they'd have someone like eat something disgusting and vomit into somebody else's mouth and as like a high school teenager i fucking loved it you know 
And uh, but the part that I love more, and this is the thing that like holds up a little bit better, is that they also had like the most up and coming comedians in New York on the show all the time. So they would have like you know Bill Burr, Patrice O'Neill, uh, Jim Norton ended up being one of their co-hosts. Uh, Joe DeRosa like got big through Opie and uh, through Opie and Anthony. Just Robert Kelly, just tons of Bonnie McFarlane, Rich Voss. Uh, I, I know they would have like I'm sure like Sarah Silverman on. So they had tons of comedians on, and Patrice O'Neill was one of them. And it was one of when I was that age, I couldn't, I literally could not get enough of stand up. You know, starting like 13, like, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old. So I would listen to them every single afternoon because it's not like it is now where if you want stand up, you could watch, you could watch stand up nonstop. There's enough stand up out there right now between YouTube, Netflix, Comedy Central, uh, social media, where you could just start watching stand up right now and not stop until you fucking die. Like, that's how much there is. But back then, the only ways that you could watch stand up were um, this is like before app. Like, I remember when iTunes came out, like, you could get a special, you could buy like a Comedy Central half hour or like a premium blend and watch it like on your computer. And that was really cool. It was like expensive. I didn't have money to do it, but. Like, that was amazing. So it's not like you could just go online and watch comedy. So I would find comedy, any type of comedy, no matter where I could find it. And uh, the Opie and Anthony show had a bunch of stand-ups on it. And then I would go to Helium in Philly to watch them and, you know, like, look up where they were going to be online and, like, have my parents take me. And, you know, like, sometimes we would drive up to New York and go see a show up there. Like, that's how much I love stand-up. And Patrice was one of those stand-ups. And Patrice O'Neill skills wise and point of view wise I think had the ability to be the funniest person of all time and if you watch his elephant in the room special you'll see how funny that guy is now the issue is that uh he was incredibly misogynistic on stage and uh I don't know if he was racist as well, but like, you know, it's it's one of those roller coasters where you're like, oh my God, this guy is so fucking funny. Uh, I really disagree with what he just said there. Damn, he just called out white people in the funniest, most succinct way possible. Like, that's powerful. So it's like, is this guy doing more harm than good? I have no fucking idea. So I don't have a take on that. But what I do know is that he had the skills to be the... Like probably the funniest comedian of all time. And I think that's special, despite, you know, the political correctness of it, just at the time was, and I it, I don't think that special could have come out today, like rightfully so, but where we were at in terms of progressiveness in 2011, 2012, it was maybe the best special I've ever seen. And my girlfriend was asking me, because we were watching this documentary, do you think that Patrice could have been and Eddie Murphy, and I said, I think that he could have been that funny, but I don't think he would have cooperated enough and played that game, and I think that was the most interesting thing about him, and I didn't know him personally like a lot of comedians. Like I I had met him a few times, and I'll tell uh, two stories about that, I guess, like before we go, or before uh, I wrap up this segment, but um, he just watched Patrice O'Neill clips, the guy was a bully, and that's the thing. I, I think that's the best way to describe him is that he was a huge bully. Now, the thing with a bully is that bullies can be really funny, but it's hard to like a bully, and it's hard to cheer for a bully. Does that make sense? And he also was an asshole and notoriously hard to work with, where he was supposed to, I believe, have uh, Daryl's role um, on The Office. Uh, Craig Robinson's role but he was such a prick to everybody like they didn't want to like elevate him to that to that recurring role Um, he was also uh, he like on a on the set of a movie he was horrifically mean to a PA saying that they like which is a production assistant it's basically an assistant you know who does all the shit work on set I had that job and uh, he tore them apart saying that they're nothing nobody cares who they are like he was just horrific he would just loaf around he was just 
an asshole to everybody. And I think part of that came from, and here's a take is that, and I've seen this with friends of mine where you're so, and honestly, I've been like sometimes had this fear too, where to go along with something and to quote sell out or to try really hard at something, you know, like you fear in the back of your head that your friends are going to make fun of you. And I think this guy was so good at making fun of people and was like his worst fear was for his friends to be talking shit about him, you know, behind his back or to have ammunition during one of their shit talking fests to, to bring up and talk shit on him, you know, like, Oh yeah, Patrice, well you were in this movie or whatever. You know what I mean? Like this in like quote unquote embarrassing movie. And I think that's why he behaved that way. And that's why he self-destructed his career so much. Um, but that being said, talent wise, he was like one of the most talented people I've ever fucking seen. Had a point of view that I've never fucking seen before. Literally never. That I can confidently say, you know, for better or for worse, nobody had the point of view that that guy had. And um, he was mean. <laughs> he was mean as hell. Like there's a a clip from Mr. P, which was a uh, an album that was um, released posthumously by uh, by his wife. And it's a live show. It's audio from it. And there is a, uh, an African American, or not even American. I, I don't, I, maybe he was an American. I don't know what the citizen status was of this guy, but it was a guy uh, at the show from Africa originally where his family was. And his, his name was Tolu, T-O-L-U. And Patrice tore this guy apart in a way where just for having that name in, in a way that nobody could do it. So whether or not it's a, uh, it's almost like being, you know, talking about Erwin Rommel, the desert, fo- like Hitler's <laughs> desert fox, you know, that Hitler's tank general who was like, uh, yes, he was like an incredible general. His maneuvers were like amazing, you know, like, and he was one of the most uh, inspirational, you know, like incredibly tactically skilled generals we've ever seen in warfare. And you can say all that about him and be like, yeah, but he still worked for Hitler. <laughs> he was still evil. Does that make sense? So. I think that's kind of like a take that you could have on Patrice where it's like, yes, he was so amazing, but there were parts of him where like, you know, as, as many people as he made laugh, like I think he made a lot of people feel like shit too. Um, and I remember I've met him, I met him twice where, uh, and I, like, by the way, if you don't know, he passed away in a, in 2012 from a stroke and it's a really interesting documentary. Like, watch Elephant in the Room and see how it makes you feel, you know? Because, like, when I, I had seen it back then and it made me laugh really, really hard. But there's parts of it where it's like, Jesus, he's saying that about women, you know? Like, it's uh, – that those parts are hard to – like, kind of hard to watch. But uh, – not kind of. They're hard to watch. But uh, I met him when I was a kid. I used to go to Helium uh, in Philly all the time. I would sneak in. And um, I was 16 years old and I had already started doing open mics there. So the staff there was so cool where I would call ahead and say, hey, is it okay after the show starts if I like sneak in and stand in the back during the show? And they're like, yes, obviously you can't order anything to drink, you know, like blah, blah. And I'm like, no, of course not. Like that's a thing I would never put in jeopardy. So I would either have my parents drive me down or like when I was like, how old are you when you get a driver's license? Is it 17? I would drive myself down. And I remember he was uh, watching Patrice perform. And then afterwards, you know, like walking up to him. And by the way, this is the fucking out. So he was pretending like he was like on the phone, you know, after the show. So nobody would like come up and talk to him. But he, which is funny now because he was on a flip phone. So it's not like he was, you know, using a uh like an iphone where you can just go down the black hole of the internet he was just staring at a flip phone so he didn't have to talk to anybody but i went up to him to get a picture afterwards and he was very nice he's like yeah man like he he took the picture which was very sweet um it's like also very embarrassing on my part that i was lurking to try to get a photo with him but uh i was wearing a double extra large um Air Jordan flight suit, <laughs> which there really isn't anything else to say about that. Like when I was younger, so I weighed probably about 20 pounds more than I do now, but I was also, 
I also bought very large clothes for some reason. So I should have been wearing like a large, but I would buy like an extra large. And back then, you know, it was like the early, it was like the 2000s, early aughts. So things weren't slim fitted then. So I would just get a fucking standard fit, like extra large. And that's what I wore around. I was big. I looked big as hell. And then this shit was even bigger. So um, that was the first time I met Patrice. The second time I was in college and I was in Boston, which is where uh, Patrice was from, and I was signing up for like an open mic um, at a Howard Johnson's hotel. Grandma's basement was what it was called. And they would put the list out on the bar and like 40 comedians would sign up. You know, I think they put the list out at like five or six. So I like right after I was done school, I would take the subway from Emerson to uh to this place the howard johnson's hotel i don't know i don't know if it's still in fenway but i went in there signed put my like you know name up where would i when i used to do open mics you don't want to go first but you want to go within the i would put like put my name fourth you know because you don't want to wait along too long you know wait around too long because that list would like fill up you know so um i put my name on early on the list and as i'm walking out i hear this guy yelling like look at this oh and by the way uh there was a chinese food restaurant attached to the uh to the hotel and as i'm walking out i hear this guy just like just yelling look at this motherfucking lobster this is the biggest look how big this motherfucker is and like it's it was patrice who the first time i had met him you know four three years earlier he was miserable and then i see him at this Howard Johnson's next to a big lobster tank. And he had this like, like childlike look on his face, just smiling, like, look how big this motherfucking lobster is. And he's just like pointing to it, just yelling to people. This is like five o'clock, the six o'clock, the, you know, early evening. And I was walking over. I saw him. I started smiling. He goes, Hey man, come here. You see how big this fucking lobster is? And I was like, yeah, that is a big lobster. I'm like, Hey man, you know, I'm Blake. I'm a comic. I just want to say I'm a big fan of yours. And he was like, Oh, that's very nice, man. That's very, very nice. Thank you for saying that. And then I was like, Oh, you know, there's a, there's like a show here later. And I mean, like if you want to come by and he goes, yeah, maybe I will. And then, uh, apparently, I mean, I left early, but uh, I probably went on at like eight. And then uh, that open mic went until like 1 a.m. And he was there. Like he showed up later, which was really cool. So, um, yeah. But anyway, that's, I guess like those are my overall takes where like, you know, I think that guy was one of the funniest people of all time. But um, a lot of his shit, uh, what made his point of view so special also made it so problematic, you know. And, um, yeah, decide for yourself. Uh, Watch, uh, I think like. I mean, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Watch Elephant in the Room, and um, you'll you'll see what I mean. So, next subject. Let's go to uh, let's go to another something light. Let's go with Woody Allen. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. Oh, sometimes I get a Woody Allen. <laughs> no, I don't like that at all. What I just said. Cut it out. I actually do sincerely know a bit, uh, not like that double entendres. So new documentary out on HBO Max. Max. Hey, Max. So when, when, when I just said the name Max, who did you think of? Real quick, who did you think of? That's who you thought of? Because I thought of my friend. First, I thought of my friend Max Fox, who's a funny writer comedian that I went to Emerson with. But then I thought of my friend Eva's dog who's a German shepherd named Max with a big, that dog has one of the biggest heads I've ever seen. I called him big buddy. I call that dog. That dog's awesome. So, um, it's funny. We, uh, my dog Ollie is, uh, just like our dog's just like this little like white dweeb, you know, and he hangs out with this big, uh, it was one of his best friends in LA, uh, Max, this big, like German shepherd. And we were laughing that like this, <laughs> this little like prissy, baby dog that we have is friends just with like a grizzled cop um but uh there's a new i believe it's pharaoh versus allen or something (laughs) what if it wasn't so it's about basically um how big of a piece of shit uh woody allen is and the first episode it's a documentary series so um it comes out episode by episode every sunday i believe on hbo and i am a uh, an executive producer i am a pa on it so um guys if you can watch it i, I think i get like three percent of the of the the views <laughs> i don't even know how that would work in this bit but so it's um 
Woody Allen versus Mia Farrow or something. And um, that's not actually what it's called, but uh, that's the idea where essentially it's so far it circles around um, one of Woody Allen and Mia Farrow's kids, Dylan, and um, how uh, inappropriate Woody Allen was with her. And they actually have interviews with Mia Farrow with um, the uh, the kid that um, Woody Allen was... Uh, by the way, I'm saying inappropriate because I don't want to spoil anything in the documentary. Does that make sense? I'm not being like, hey, listen, they said some things about Woody, all right? I don't know if they were being fair to him. He was, at worst, being inappropriate. No, the guy is uh, a fucking monster. Um, but uh, I, I didn't want to give away any of the documentary. So it is compelling. It is crazy that they got... Mia Farrow and that uh, like all the Pharaohs are in it and the interesting thing is is where from my age group I knew Woody Allen was a famous comedy person you know and I know he's one of the most prolific comedy directors of all time I also know like just at like as like a nemesis like you know like like uh like Jewish person you know like he was one of the one of the rare instances that a nerd looking guy could be a leading man in a movie you know like not a traditionally handsome uh guy just like you know a a nerd and he made like all these movies he would make a new movie a year just this prolific director but and I knew him from that I also knew he did stand up and um I just knew that he was like a big comedy person so in my mind I'm like oh that's someone to be respected but then as you get older I found out that he married, and these are one of those things where you hear things and you just never follow up on them, where you're like, oh, uh, Woody Allen's a little weird, you know, like he he married his uh, step, and then like, I, I just like didn't hear the rest of it, you know, but so listen to this, obviously you all know this, but Woody Allen married his wife's adopted daughter now the excuses that have been made for him i would imagine is that well the they're not (laughs) they're not related and that's the end so if that's the only excuse that you could come up with for woody allen's creepy fucking predator behavior that it's like well you know i know he did um marry and uh sexually exploit a young girl that was um within his care and he was in a position of power over her for all these years then left his wife to be with her and now they're married listen i know all that sounds weird but it's not like they're related or anything (laughs) like it's what are you saying so Um, that was a thing that was just like, actually that waving upon me of like, oh God, it's, it just makes you want to vomit. And then you find out what he did to his daughter. And it is, it, for some reason, I just realized how, uh, how much difficulty I'm going to have closing this segment. So, um, to, oh boy, this is, uh, I just realized that this is a comedy podcast. I have no idea how I'm going to bring this segment home. So, uh, stay tuned for that. But there is something so, I can watch like a murder documentary, you know, like I could watch like, oh, this person was like stabbed 80 times, you know, this guy would fucking come in and, you know, make the husband watch him kill his wife or like uh, watch the wife, you know, watch him cut off his husband, her husband's head or whatever, you know, like that. I'm like, oh, that's fucking creepy. But I could like deal with it, you know, whereas with, um, with this shit, hold on one sec, sorry. Um, oh, okay. It's not a big deal. So, um, with kids though, I cannot, that is one thing I can't fucking ever be jaded to, but like anything horrible happening to a kid, whether it's violence or like sexual, uh, it it literally makes my skin crawl because, and it's similar, I actually have a similar, not as bad, but like reaction with animals, you know, like when animals are hurt or even, uh, not even, but that documentary Don't Fuck With Cats is like this incredible documentary, but it was really hard to watch because, you know, really bad things happen to like kittens, you know? And it's, uh, I, I just can't, oh, there's my doggy. I just can't watch that shit. So if if you're like me, 
you know, a human being. <laughs> it is, there's certain parts in this documentary that make your skin crawl and you're just like, oh, like it's so hard to watch. But um, I think it's going to be a really compelling documentary. And, oh, here's here's a take. So there was an article that came out that, sa- that said, uh, Woody Allen's been canceled long ago, but will this documentary finally be the nail in his coffin? And it's like, can you not use that word canceled for something like that you know where i think canceled is appropriate to use for someone who you know is a piece of shit does that make sense like someone who's an actual piece of shit who uh fucking is homophobic or racist cancel that's okay cancel that to say that a pedophile is canceled you know is it's what is even the word? It, it's it's not strong enough. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, this this pedophile's been canceled. It's like, what? I think it's about time that we cancel Hitler. It's like, don't use a baby's word for a grown-up crime. Does that make sense? So there's my take on that. To fucking, if you're going to use the word cancel, make sure it fits the crime. You know, if it's an actual, if this guy's ruining fucking lives and like, yeah, I, I just don't think canceled is strong enough, you know? Cancel cancel people for that other shit. Don't say canceled for... Why is my dog sitting and looking at me right now? Oh, because he's going to scratch his head. So this is the thing that happened. This is how we're going to end the podcast. And by the way, you guys, thank you for listening. So Ollie, my dog, will do this thing. Ollie, my dog, he's wagging hard. He's coming over. Oh, he's coming over here. So... There it is. There's the, the jingling. Jingling, are you listening? Oh, he's got a little trash. My girlfriend, when we don't have like a leash that holds his uh his his trash bags, will tie a little trash bag bow on the back of his harness and it looks like he's wearing a little bow and it's like, Oh, you look so cute and pretty. But then you look and it's actually just like a piece of trash and it's like, Oh good, we have a we have a poor dog. Um But uh he does this thing where he sits. So when he goes to scratch himself with his back legs he will he has to sit down before he does it but sometimes he he sits into a scratch but sometimes what he does is that he'll sit and then forget he has to scratch himself so all of a sudden he'll just be sitting weird like at some place in the room like not for like a treat or anything it's like uh is this guy is he having a war flashback what the hell is this anyway that's how that's how you stick a landing uh thank you so much for listening you all are uh, I would say very good people at the very least. And next week we'll talk about um, ice on the ground. Okay, I promise. I promise I will get to that next week. Thank you so much for listening. I adore you all. And um, patrons, I will give you a bonus take on Friday on the Patreon. And uh, and that's it. Have a good week. Goodbye.